Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. Nelson, Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM, with a high in the low 90s for our day. Kind of hanging on to that 90 mark today. Then we start dropping. Yeah. I'm actually looking at the forecast. We're supposed to meet up with some family and go over to Silverwood and kind of hit the the water park over at Silverwood this weekend. Okay. And I'm looking at Sunday, the day we're supposed to go to the park, and it's like the worst day for weather we've had in a couple months. And it happens to be the day. That's the day we're supposed to go to the water park. (laughs) Right now it's a high of 75. Wow. Going from uh, low 90s here today, dropping down into 70s for the weekend. After like six straight weeks of (laughs) 90 degree temperatures. And then then it's Monday, the day after we're there, where it's like, Back to 80 and then climbing higher as you move on. It's like, no, the the one day that's the lowest of the bunch. That's the day we scheduled to go and Classic. have some fun. All right. It's Smith and Nelson in the morning. We were teasing a couple minutes ago. What's going to happen with the University of Montana homecoming this year as things kind of get back on track? At least they were. Who knows what the future is going to bring? <laughs> right. <laughs> now that we're still, you know. Seven weeks out on the homecoming here. Who knows what will happen by then? Anything could happen, but right now, homecoming is scheduled to be back in full force. They're getting ready to do it again. That was kind of the announcement here the last couple of days is that, yes, homecoming will be back. Homecoming will be kind of the homecoming you know, which, of course, had to be canceled last year. And yep. Just along with everything else, right? Um, but, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's good news. Yeah, they're going to have the parade and everything. So uh, Saturday, September 25th is going to be the day for that. Registration not available yet, uh, but it is in the works. They're doing, of course, the construction over there on the bridge on Higgins. Yeah, that's kind of the other question. Like, What's the parade going to be like? What's the route going to be if uh, the Bear Tracks Bridge isn't able to uh, be driven on for the parade yet? And I guess that's kind of the reason why they don't have registration open yet. It's ah. They're still waiting to figure out a couple of things with, with the bridge. And I'm not sure if it's the, the timeline, if they have, they're trying to get a certain thing by a certain time or what's going on. Yep. Uh, but I guess that's kind of one of the holdups right now so we'll see which you know we, we were able to be in the parade a couple times here since yeah since uh moving to town and yeah i mean that's that's a that's a fun day yeah absolutely it's, i mean it really is just like all of missoula gathered into one place i mean i remember that first time we uh we rode in the parade that I, I had moved here like a month earlier and so i was still getting to know the town a little bit was it cold that one i can't remember i remember i feel like one feel of like them was it, like really cold i feel like it was a little chilly yeah, yeah. uh but yeah i remember just kind of seeing everybody out there gathered together and their grizz colors and all that kind of stuff it was a good like you know welcome to missoula kind of party thing all right, the 20th through the 25th, that's uh, that's homecoming events through those days, 25th being the day of the parade, which is going to happen. And then, of course, you've got the game with homecoming. Yep. Uh, and as far as speaking of Grizz and the schedule, they got three games that are going to be televised kind of to a national audience. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool this year. Uh, you want details on anything going on with homecoming? Of course, we've got more details to come because they... Still need to pass on the info about getting signed up to be in the parade. Right, what time it's going to be and all that kind of stuff. But uh, where we sit right now, we've got all the info that we know with the homecoming parade. KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app. Yep, this is your local country morning show. No bones about it. Smith & Nelson on 94.9 KissFM. Country leader, 94.9 KissFM, Smith & Nelson on your middle of the week Wednesday. We appreciate you joining us. You can always listen along with your free KISS FM mobile app. Looking at weather for our day, low 90s. Missoula expecting 93 for a high with overnight temperatures right around 60. Tomorrow, right about 90. And then by Friday, low 80s for a high. Weather check for the morning. 
from the Advocates Injury Attorney. That's right. If you've been in an accident, don't go it alone. Call your local Advocates Injury Attorney. They take the stress away, deal with the insurance, and get you the settlement you deserve. They don't get paid until you win. Call the Advocates today at 406-640-4444 or MontanaAdvocates.com. Always hated this time during my school days where you were in the month that you had to go back to school. Right. And you were starting to do that countdown, and you'd always look at the calendar and try and do it in your head. Like, oh, no, it's now we're officially less than four weeks. That's the bad <laughs> news. But the good news is yesterday was four weeks, so there's still almost four weeks. Right. Like, how many more hours yeah. do I have until I have to go back to school? Yeah, once, once, it, once you flip into that month where you actually go back, that's when it starts to get real. Right. It becomes like, oh, no, the days are just going so fast. It's really happening. I forgot to do all my summer homework. The, uh, the book I was supposed to read this summer <laughs> didn't happen. Yeah, it's, uh, it's rough. The 31st is pretty much back to school day for Missoula County Public Schools. Uh, I've got a first grader this year. You do? She did kindergarten by the kitchen table last year. So kind of excited that uh, she's going to be able to go to actually go to school and go back, I don't know, three, four weeks ago. The the, the thinking was, hey, this is going to be more of a normal school year than, right. uh, you know, obviously from last year or the end of the year before, just kind of waiting to see how things played out. But now you Come back to present day and you go, boy, we may still have some issues here. <laughs> yeah, with uh, COVID cases, the Delta variant surging nationwide. Uh, a lot of places starting to see like their worst COVID numbers ever, uh, which is not a great sign. Uh, but for Missoula County Public Schools, it looks like they've mostly kind of figured out what their plans are going to be for this like next year of the pandemic. Except for one thing. What is the mask policy going to be? One teeny little tiny thing. Yeah. And uh, so I guess there have been different organizations that have kind of chimed in on like what they think they should do. The Center for Disease Control, the State Office of Public Instruction and all that stuff offered their advice on whether or not masks should be required. But the hope is to have a mask policy uh, throughout uh, Missoula County Public Schools that will be considered next week. So next week they're going to make like a final decision on what they're going to do, masks or no masks kind of thing. Just a... Uh... You know, we had to wear masks for quite a while. Yes. And I, I never viewed masks as that big of a deal. No, my, uh, an inconvenience, but not not the craziest thing. Right. But that position was based on, I just had to put one on when I went into a business or a store. Right, and then you were leaving that business or store. Yeah, I didn't have a job like people that worked in the store where they had to wear the mask all day long. Right. Eight hours or more for the day or whatever it might be. Same with kids in school. I had to wear a mask all day long. Yep. Uh, so when I'm thinking, like, oh, masks weren't that big of a, that wasn't that big of a pain for me. Well, that's because I was putting it on for 20 minutes, going into a store, taking it off, you know. Sure. Didn't really have to wear so much around here. Uh, part of the reason being there was nobody here at, uh, for good a good long stretch. Yeah, you know, it was basically was just me. And you, it was me and you, and it was a ghost town <laughs> in the rest of the building. Everybody was working from home. Uh, so, yeah, but then I think, gosh, you know, my daughter, even six and a half. Sure. She'd say, gosh, you got to wear a mask all day long at school. It's just. You know, that's a lot for that's a lot for kids. It can be. Yeah. But uh, of course, it's all for safety reasons. So it's, uh, you know, kind of figuring out what the plan is right now. Uh, they actually I think they had a meeting this week, like Missoula County Public Schools, to try to figure out like they had people coming in to give their opinions and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it looks like they're really trying to figure this out. So hopefully next week they're going to have an answer. Uh, outside of that, it seems like social distancing is still going to be in place for this school year. Uh, but the schools are going to ease up on some of the extensive cleaning that they've been doing. Uh, and actually even allows some uh, limited visitation on school grounds uh, starting in the fall, uh, which they were not doing before. Or at least that was the plan up until now. Who, yes. I who mean, knows what will happen between now and then? And as we have learned over the <laughs> last year and a half, things can change very rapidly. If you have some thoughts or concerns or something you want to express when it does come to what the idea is going to be for masks for the school year, you can actually go to the Missoula, Missoula County Public Schools website and yeah. kind of leave your comments there as well. 
All right, but that's where it stands right now is that by next week they're hoping to kind of have something in place that they can move forward with. You want details? What's going on? We're going to have masks, no masks, maybe. Yes, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Part, who knows? We have the latest for you. KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app. When it's country in St. Ignatius, it's Montana's country leader, 94.9 KissFM. My name is 9 Kiss FM, Smith and Nelson, with what's newsy and noteworthy. Yes, it is what's newsy and noteworthy for your morning. And on Monday, the Yankees were playing the Orioles. And during the game, something pretty wild happened. A cat ran onto the field. <laughs> and uh, the video has been kind of going viral online this week. Uh, it's not the first time like, a cat has jumped onto like, no. a, the, a field in a game. But this time, it took like a long time to get the cat off the field. And if you watch the video, it is running all over the place. Like The Yankees' grounds crew is chasing it and chasing it, and they can't seem to get it. Uh, it's pretty great. And the thing is, like the Yankees were losing that game. They were losing like 8-1 to one or something like that. So uh, the Yankees fans in the crowd were just like way more entertained by this cat than they were by the actual I saw they were, Yankees. I saw they were cheering like MVP. Yes. MVP. Let's go cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Orioles announcers were joking that the cat was uh, faster than anybody on the Yankees that day. That's great. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty great video. People should check it out. All right. Story says a uh, Australian customer, Australian McDonald's customer, recently ordered $3,400 worth of food. Customer bought 304 burgers, 780 chicken nuggets, 39 Happy Meals, 69 large fries. To go? I, I guess. Okay. I, I wouldn't imagine he's sitting down to just sit down and just eat it all. See what he could do with that. My favorite part says they also purchased a small vanilla Coke without ice and a cheeseburger with no pickles. <laughs> Someone always has to have their custom order. Right. You got all that, and it's like, and can I get one with no pickles? Right. Please? I, don't, yeah. I don't know what you're doing with that much food. Yeah. But, I wonder how long it takes to make all that food too. Like I know it's fast food, but that might take a few minutes at a least. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, pretty crazy. This uh, town in Wisconsin, uh, this huge four-foot-tall beach ball randomly showed up in the town of Stoughton, Wisconsin, uh, population 12,611. Uh, nobody knows where the beach ball came from. It started a few <laughs> weeks ago when a local Facebook post asked whose ball it was. They never figured it out, but the town has now adopted it as their new mascot. <laughs> uh, and it's taking turns pushing it around, kicking it to each other, uh-huh. taking selfies with the beach ball, signing it. That's great. And uh, all that stuff. They're calling it Roly Poly Ole. No, I love uh, it. Which is great. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the local the fire, fire department has actually stepped in to help keep the ball fixed up, patched, inflated, and all that stuff. Not really clear what the long-term plan for the ball is. Uh, there's been talk of naming a park after it, but uh, yeah, that's going to be the new uh, the new mascot of the town of Wisconsin. We should get a mascot in Missoula. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. It's great. That sounds like a fun community. Absolutely. Restaurants at LaGuardia, Kennedy, and the Newark, New Jersey airport recently got blasted on social media. They were selling beers for twenty seven dollars and eighty five cents a piece. That's an expensive beverage to go along with your meal. There, <laughs> the company that runs the restaurants did a self audit. After everybody started ripping them on social media. Yeah. And then they did say, oh, the menu prices were incorrectly posted. Then they immediately adjusted the prices, and now the beers are back to their regular $18.50. I was going to say, yeah, that that doesn't seem like super (laughs) steep for New York beer prices, especially in the airport. I've had to get them before. $18.15 for a beer. Yeah, it's nuts. $27 is a little high. $27 is a little high. It's a little high for sure. Uh, this is some supremely ironic news. There's a Titanic Museum in uh, Tennessee, just outside Knoxville. It's actually like right where Dollywood is, too. And they have a 10-foot-tall fake iceberg made out of real ice. So you can actually go and touch it and see, the, and see what the one that sunk the Titanic would have felt like. Uh, on Monday, the museum's fake iceberg collapsed and injured three people. 
Uh, so we don't know the extent of their injuries. They were taken to the hospital, but uh, the museum closed for the night, reopened the other day without the ice ball attraction. But just like you're a Titanic museum, you think, <laughs> oh, nothing could go wrong with this iceberg. Turns out, no, it can. It can collapse. I'd start asking Dolly. Yeah. It seems like she's the one that wins in that scenario. They're closed for the day. Right. Dollywood isn't. Everybody, everybody's moving over there. A little sketchy. All right, final one. 16-year-old, recently at the Lincoln County, Nebraska Fair, when a group of uh, cattle growers, they asked the kid if he'd consider cutting his 7-inch mullet. And he said, no, 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 man. Right. They started kind of teasing him a little bit, and they, turned it, they, they challenged him. And then it all ended up being pretty fun. They turned it into a quick auction with some of the uh, the cattle growers. The auctioneer got on the stage and they uh, they auctioned it off. They hit a hundred thousand dollars if he cut his hair. A hundred thousand dollars. Sorry, I, I, oh geez, I stumbled there. A thousand dollars if he cut his hair. That's still a lot of money. They eventually got up to fifteen hundred bucks before the kid agreed. Yes, yeah, so, okay, I'll do <laughs> I'll, I'll do that. And he says he was able to buy his own vehicle and give his dad his his pickup truck back. Nice. So he got a. He got a vehicle out of the deal. That's pretty cool. Just for cutting his hair. Kind of a fun story there. All right, newsy and noteworthy for your morning. Smith and Nelson, it's Kiss. Hey, we're givers. The music is so good. From the Carl Tyler Chevrolet Studio. It's awesome. This is Montana's Country Leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. Country Leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning, coming up in just moments. Some family fun that was supposed to be happening over at the Adams Center next month mysteriously no longer taking place. Mysterious circumstances. We'll fill you in on that here next. Weather check for your morning with Kiss. Low 90s for our day. Missoula expected about 93. We'll drop a couple degrees tomorrow, but still be right around 90. Then it's low 80s by Friday. Weekend weather has low 80s on Saturday, mid to upper 70s on Sunday. You heard me right, 70s on Sunday. Yeah. Weather check for the morning from Automotive Cutting Edge. That's right. When getting your car serviced at Automotive Cutting Edge, check out the observation deck off the mini tower above the office. A great way to relax and enjoy the airport view while waiting for your car. 4198 Corporate Way, just before the airport for appointments. Call Donna at 542-2218. It's AutomotiveCuttingEdge.com. All right. We have an event that has been canceled. Maybe postponed, maybe just disappeared into the blue. Who, yeah, who knows? We, we kind of just, uh, you know, we were pretty excited about this one. It was announced a few months ago. We were looking forward to it, and then suddenly it just kind of vanished. We're talking about the Harlem Globetrotters. Their tour was going to bring them through town and have a stop over at the Adams Center next month. And apparently that is not happening anymore. Okay. Um, tickets had already kind of gone on sale. I'd, it's it's a kind of a weird thing. We had an email with one of the like the promoters of the show, yeah, and it, it said unfortunately the Missoula one is canceled, and we're hoping to get a new date scheduled when the tour picks back up at the end of the year. And uh, I thought, oh, I didn't hear anything about that, right? So I went over to like the the website with all the stuff over the Adam Center, and it was just gone. It wasn't it, <laughs> really it didn't it wasn't listed and said postponed or canceled or anything. It's just. Like, the listing for the event is no longer it's just there. It's just not there. And then you went back to check your email, and the email was gone, too. <laughs> no, not not that crazy. The email self-destructed. <laughs> There's I, no trace of the show at all. I did call the Adam Center, though, or Grizz Ticks, and kind of I was on hold for more than I wanted to be on hold for. So really? I, so I basically just gave up, and I was like, all right, I'm not getting an answer this way. Uh, I went to the Globetrotters website and poked around. They still have a ton of shows listed. Really? Including through that show and beyond. But that show's not there anymore. That show's not even listed anymore. So, huh. so it's not like they ended the tour and it's like, oh, 
anything beyond this date isn't happening because there's still shows beyond huh. September 12th. I think they were supposed to be That's here. That's so bizarre. So they're just skipping the Missoula uh, performance. For some reason, it, it, it got canceled slash postponed, whatever the plan is with it. Man. Don't know why. Is it, uh, you know, is there some sort of a, a scheduling conflict thing? Is Maybe. Some sort of covid related thing i mean that's always it's always the likeliest one i feel like over the last like year and a half whenever something's canceled suddenly like it's usually covid related but 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 they're still doing the tour anything that's been canceled like over at the adamson you know uh, trevor noah and a couple of these other shows you know it's still there and it shows it shows postponed or it says you know we'll get a makeup date as soon as we can this is just it's it's like it's been scrubbed from history. Yeah, it's, it's disappeared, <laughs> except for KissFM.com. We're the ones who are investigating this, <laughs> this hard-hitting this news. hard-hitting story around town. Yeah. Uh, I was I was excited when I saw the Globetrotters were coming, because I loved the Globetrotters when I was a kid. Right. And, I, you know, when I was younger, went to a few shows. I was always a Generals fan, but uh, the <laughs> Globetrotters right, are good, too. Yeah, right. Uh, but it's just, you know, fun for the family, a lot, of, a lot of, you know, comedy mixed in with the game and whatever. Uh, so I was, I was excited. I was like, oh, cool. Take my daughter to this. She'll, right. she'll love it. She's kind of getting into sports and stuff now. Um, and then I realized, oh, man, I'm out of town that day. I'm not I'm not going to be ah. here that weekend. Well, that's a bummer. And then uh, then I saw it was canceled or postponed. We don't know what's going on. But I was kind of yeah. like, like a little bit of me was kind of like, oh, yeah, all right. And catch the <laughs> catch the rescheduled one. Right. Instead. So hopefully they do do some kind of rescheduled date. But right now we really don't know much at all as far as the reason behind any of this. Except we just know that the Globetrotters uh, aren't coming. That's so weird. And September is planned. So we find out. We'll, we'll pass that along. I would imagine, you know, anybody that bought tickets probably got some sort of an email or been contacted about refunds and stuff. Um, but, yeah, you go poke around and it's just it's not even there. I don't right. Know. It's a weird weird thing. I think what I think instead what happened, they're not going to get a refund. They just won't even know they had tickets. Their, their memories have been erased. <laughs> the tickets have been removed from their just, phones. It seems like they're just like, we're moving on. Yes. That, that, that never happened. Uh, but if you want details or at least what we have of them with the Globetrotters not playing Missoula as planned, your KISS FM mobile app has the story. 94.9 KISS FM. I'm in the studio. Smith & Nelson with 94.9 KISS FM. Just about an hour from now, we'll go commercial free for your workday. Yeah, 9.30 all the way until 10.20. That's for 50 straight minutes. That's at 9.30. Every morning right around 8.30, we do movies with Mike. That's when we get Mike a couple movie titles. And see if he can use the skills to give us what year the movie came out. That's the goal. Here we go for your morning. Number one is going to be The Crossing Guard. The Crossing Guard. I mean, it sounds exciting. It's a movie about a crossing guard. Uh, who's in this? Jack Nicholson. Okay. David Morse. Angelica Houston. And Robin Wright in a Sean Penn film. In a Sean, Sean Penn directed this? Yes. Okay. Uh, I am not familiar with this <laughs> at all. Uh, Jack Nicholson, Angelica Houston, Robin Wright in there. Uh, so I, I feel like this is probably uh, sometime in the 90s is, uh, is what I'm thinking. Uh, be like post-Princess Bride, which was Robin Wright. Angelica Houston would have the Addams Family movies in the early 90s. Uh, Jack Nicholson had Batman in 89. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking maybe it would have been like early to mid-90s here. Uh, the Crossing Guard, and it's directed by Sean Penn. Yeah. Man, uh, Sean Penn, I think, may have directed Into the Wild, which was 2007. I'm not sure 100 percent if he directed that, uh, but I think he did. And so I'm guessing this is before that. Ah, man, this is tough. This is this is a tough one right out of the gate. So we like to see. Uh, I'm gonna say. 
Jack Nicholson, The Crossing Guard. Let's go with 94. 94. <laughs> November of 95. No! I was so All close. All of that back and forth. Come the on. Eternal struggle. And then uh, off by a year. Come on. Number two will be Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps, starring Eddie Murphy. Uh, and Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy, of course. He plays all of The Clumps. Uh, this uh, late 90s, early 2000s, for sure. Um, trying to think of when the original Nutty Professor was, or the first Eddie Murphy one, because it's a remake, remake of the yeah. Jerry Lewis movie. Uh, I believe... Eddie Murphy's first Nutty Professor would have been like 98, 99. But I also might be mixing it up with Dr. Doolittle. That's the thing. That's the thing that could be throwing me off here. Uh, but I'm going to say Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps, featuring Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it was ugh, the year 2000. The year 2000. Okay. All right. There you go. Summer, uh, July 2000. And then final one for the morning, Dominion. Dominion. Does that do anything for you? That kind of rings a bell. Uh, who's in this? Stellan Skarsgård, Gabriel Mann, a Paul Schrader film. It was a limited release movie. Dominion, a prequel to The Exorcist? That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. I was just going to throw that out there as the, uh, the final little clue yeah there's like a weird history with this movie where uh i'm not sure what the order of it is but they they made this movie dominion which was a prequel to the exorcist and then like a year later they released it again in like an entirely different format like it was basically like recut to try to make it better uh and i don't know if either of them are any good same name I, I believe I think the first one was just called Dominion, and then the second one was Dominion colon a prequel to The Exorcist. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I'm not sure if this is the first one or the second one. Uh, but Paul Schrader is a you know a really interesting filmmaker. He wrote Taxi Driver and a lot of Scorsese movies, and uh, recently directed a movie called First Reformed, which is very good. Uh, but this was the mid 2000s for sure. Uh, and I think I'm going to say Dominion a prequel to The Exorcist. 2005? 2005? Question in the book. Yeah. All right. Hey. Hey. All right. You said this was mid 2000s. Yep. And then I thought you were going to venture where I was. When you said that, I was like, ah, is this mid 2000s you can get? Yeah. 2005. <laughs> it's directly in the middle of the 2000s. Don't veer away from it. Yeah. yeah there you go. Stuck, All right. Stuck with it. Two for three. That's a winning day for movies. That was a tough day. Nicely done. Yeah. Made your way through it, though. All right. Movies with Mike. Do it right around this time again tomorrow morning. Smith and Nelson. It's Kiss. Smith and Nelson. 94.9 Kiss FM. Even morning with 94.9 Kiss FM. We're going commercial free for your work day. And we'll kick that off coming up at 930. It goes all the way until 1020 this morning. 50 minutes commercial free. Looking at our temperatures. We're going to dip down into the 80s by Friday. Weekend weather. Calling for temperatures in the 70s. It's been months since we've seen the temperatures in the 70s. Yeah, we had that. We we're going through that stretch. What was it? 22 days, right? Three weeks plus of 90 plus degree weather. Yeah, when it's the 70s out, you might as well like, bust out your parkas, your winter clothes, <laughs> like whatever. It's going to feel cold. Story from our website and our mobile app talking about just how hot July was here in Missoula. This is pretty. This is pretty incredible. Says if you look at the temperatures for the month of July, it ranks as the second warmest month. 
in Missoula's recorded weather history. So almost the hottest month ever in Missoula. It goes back to 1893 when they started recording temperatures. Yeah. So since they started in 1893, this July we just wrapped up the second hottest month on record. The only other month that was warmer was July of 2007. So okay. Something about those Julys. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah, right in the middle of summer, that makes sense. Uh, it says uh, July or 20, 2007 also has another distinction, and that is the year that had the most 100-degree days. Oh. So you go back to 2007, there was 11 100-degree days that year. That is a lot. It has been hot this year, and we've had a few 100-degree days. But so far, we've only had four. It compar- I mean, comparatively, that's a lot lower than I expected. I mean, even just thinking about how hot it has been the last six weeks or so. Right. It's like, wow, only four? Gosh, uh, yeah, I think there's been a lot of like really close ones. There's been like 98, 99-degree yeah. days, but right. uh, maybe we haven't cracked that 100 as much. It just seemed like it was so hot that it feels like, oh, four seems low. Right. So hot for so long. Uh, but there you go. July, the second hottest month ever in Missoula. Kind of there a, we go. Kind of cool accomplishment there. I guess not cool. It's hot. The, uh, <laughs> the opposite of cool. It's the other way. Kind of a hot accomplishment there. All right. Nashville news for your morning. Music City 60 time with 94.9 Kiss FM. Bringing the where, the what, and the who. From Nashville straight to you. It's the Music City 60 on 94.9 Kiss FM. Country star Michael Ray has some new music coming out. His new seven-track EP, Higher Education, includes his current single, Picture. And the title track is a collaboration with Kid Rock, Tim Montana, Lee Bryce, and Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. You can find Higher Education on Friday, August 27th, wherever you buy music. The two-day CMA Summer Jam that was filmed recently in Nashville is coming to your TV on September 2nd. The three-hour special will condense two days of music live from the Ascend Amphitheater with performances from Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani, FGL, Gabby Barrett, Luke Combs, Jimmy Allen, Carrie Underwood, Cole Swindell, Thomas Rhett, Dirk Bentley, Mickey Guyton, Miranda Lambert, Ryan's favorite Dwight Yoakam, and more. Tune in on ABC on Thursday, September 2nd. And Idol fans, it's official. American Idol's returning for its 20th season with judges Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, and Lionel Richie. If you think you've got what it takes, virtual auditions for Idol across America are happening in all 50 states, including Montana. For more information and to audition, go to AmericanIdol.com backslash auditions. I'm Tama Fulton. Catch you later. And now, you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60, 94.9 KISS FM. You know, newsworthy nugget of the day with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Brought to you by Farside Sign, Missoula's leading full-service signing custom vehicle graphic shop. Farside Sign in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. Hopefully something you didn't already know. Kind of comes a little bit of a bummer if we build up the nugget and you're like, oh yeah, I already knew that. <laughs> but hopefully new information for you yes, today. This is one I didn't know. Have you ever been to the, uh, the Smithsonian Museum? I have not. In D.C.? So I'd love to. Okay, I, I was there once. When I was like 12 or 13. Like, it was a long, long time ago. Very cool. I mean, you can see a lot of, you know, things from U.S. Yeah, history. Right. Abe Lincoln's hat is there. And, you know, a lot, there's a lot of, like, Hollywood stuff, too, which is cool. Yeah, I'd love to go. Uh, but did you know the Smithsonian uh, exists because of a man named James Smithson? Which makes sense. That does make sense. Smithson, yeah. Smithsonian. That's where the name comes from. Uh, but he is the guy who donated the money to the U.S. to start, to start the Smithsonian. Uh, he was British, had never visited America once. And then the question is, well, why yeah, did right. he give that money to America? Yeah. And the answer is, no one knows. 
<laughs> no one knows exactly why he decided to give this country his fortune when he died, but he did. Uh, he was the illegitimate child of a wealthy Englishman, and uh, some people think that uh, maybe it was because he was denied his father's legacy, and others think he was inspired by the U.S.'s democracy or whatever, but uh, he gave away his entire fortune, which was like $500,000 in U.S. money, huh. uh, which, especially for like l- mid-1800s, yeah, that's a lot of money right there. Uh, so yeah, nobody knows why he gave the money to uh, start the Smithsonian in the U.S., but he did, and uh, now the Smithsonian exists. It's now, pretty wild. Now that is a fun fact. There you go. Need to or not, now you know. If you're